Quest Nation, thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. The message of the Bible is not about religion, it is not a religious document. The Bible is about a king, his kingdom, and his priesthood. This is very important. An idea is more powerful than any army. You are and you become your concepts. <laughs> this is why the church is so divided because we got a different concept of who Jesus is. An idea is more powerful than an army. You are and you become your concepts this is why he says when you come into the kingdom the first thing you need to do is what renew your mind concepts rise in value as we consider our perception and interpretation of life this is why some of us have trouble and we're still arguing with God and I don't understand this and I don't understand that well you're not gonna understand it intellectually you have to buy in and you have to understand concepts principles right concepts rise in value as we consider our perception and interpretation of life we can only understand life and God to the degree our concepts are correct. Communication is the transferring of our ideas and concepts from one mind or processor computer to another. I can take what's in my notebook, airdrop it to your notebook, and my concepts and ideas will be in the brain of your phone or your computer. We can only understand life and God to the degree our concepts are correct. Communication is the transferring of our ideas and concepts from one mind to another. This is why it's dangerous to church hop. This is why it's dangerous to have a church home and then also have a virtual church home somewhere else and all over the place. Because there's concepts. There's diff- it's not saying that one is right or wrong, but if you're called to a church, there's a word in that house for the season you're in. And it's not a good idea to get a word from a pastor who's leading his church through a season and you're supposed to be in another place that got a word for your season and now you're crossing seasons and aborting promise. We can only understand life and God to the degree of our concepts. Communication is the transferring of our ideas. and con- This is a series you never want to miss a, se- a, 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 a service. I understand. I'm not, I get it. You got things to do. I'm not, but what I'm saying is even if you can't make it, you need to go listen throughout the week. You have to follow this. Okay? Getting our concepts aligned with God's kingdom is the beginning of understanding God's will and tuning our hearts to God's rhythm. I can't hear from God. Well, first of all, you got the wrong earplugs in. You, you wearing somebody else's 
What you call that? Not your pause. I'm talking about when you can't hear. Hearing aid. You wearing somebody else hearing aid. And you wondering why you can't hear effectively. You wearing somebody else's. Getting our concepts aligned with God's kingdom is the beginning of understanding God's will and tuning our hearts. You can have discernment. You understand how the Holy Spirit moves. You don't have to be a prophet lie if you had your concept built on the word of God and his kingdom. You don't have to just give people pictures. You can give them clarity. I'm going to submit this picture to you, but I just see you in a cornfield with a little white dress. I don't know what that means. Be quiet. Stop selling pictures because you don't want to do the work to get a word from God. People don't need pictures only. They need clarity. God was not created. And God is not creative. He is the creator. And we are the created. Therefore, we come with instructions that lead us to living the max life for our divine design. Anything you purchase has instructions, whether you read them or not. I don't really be reading the, the manual like that. I just turn the, I figure it out. Right, right? You get the little Ikea bed and you just like, it, it lean after a month. Hallelujah. Right? Everything created has a manual. You buy uh, a daffodil uh, from in seed form, it comes with some instructions. Everything has instructions everything has a manual heaven has a manual and the world has a manual and if we live by the world's manual we will reap world fruit and then we go to God asking him to change something that he can't really get involved with because it ain't his world to, to change your conduct you must change your concepts let me help you. If you're praying, but don't want to change your concepts to align with God's answer for you, then stop praying. God, get this thorn out my side. He said, well, you can't keep sleeping around. You're dealing with a soul tie and you're talking about, Lord, help me. I'm, I'm sorry. It don't work that way. Our conduct is rooted and hinges on our concepts. You can't change behavior without changing concepts. It's like fasting for a week and you don't want to and you don't really believe in all that. But because the church fasting, you can't wait to stop fasting before you start fasting. Because you think fasting in the kingdom is all about food. And it ain't. Some of you follow the food, but don't follow the prayer part. So it's not kingdom fasting and praying. 
Some of you want your marriage to work and have a little side piece or and you want to not pour in as men, pour into your spouse, lead your spouse in kingdom principles. But you want them to honor you as a king, but you ain't creating a kingdom. You're not reigning. You're not ruling. You're not leading. You out here just thinking let money don't rule. Sex, sorry, I don't care how good you do the thing. The thing ain't ruling nothing but you. All you single men think you putting it down. You ain't putting nothing down. Be, be rooted in love, the kingdom. That's a concept. Everything in the kingdom hinges on love. But you got a whole lot of spiritual gifts, but not a lot of love. And no wonder you giving people pictures. Because that's all you left with, because you can't go any deeper because you're not hinged. You're not rooted to where the gifts come from. If you have prophetic gifts, if you have all these gifts and you, you, you're a martyr, he says, you, it, but you don't have love. You don't got nothing. Right. You're just a bunch of rosekri papa, parking lot prophet. You got a word, but you don't want to be rooted. But here it go. Rooted in the house of God is a kingdom principle. If you got confirmed that you're a prophet off YouTube, then you need to sit in the house and be proven. Hallelujah. He says in Matthew 16, I give you the name Peter, a stone, and this rock will be the bedrock foundation of which I will build my church. There's a foundation. There's a principle. There's, there's, there's something that he's building his church on. But here's this kingdom word, this government word, legislative. I'm sorry. We are a legislative body. We are here to rule, reign, dominate. Not whine, complain, divorce, get rid of, run, faint. Yeah, no, the Bible says, be not weary in well-doing, for if you faint not, and the power of death will not be able to overpower a legislative body. When you're walking in authority, no way the devil can defeat you. When you're walking in, in sonship and in citizenship, not membership, you will always walk in victory. Amen. He says, I will give you, you church, you, you, mommy, you, the keys of heaven's kingdom realm. Wait a minute, realm? Be careful. I will give you the keys. Uh, who did he get the keys to? Yeah, come on, who did he get the keys to? Anybody ever lost their keys? How fun is it? Right, and then you lose your keys to the house and you send your little baby through the window. 
cheering them on. Go, go, keep going, turn on the light, it's to the left. Then you hug them when they open the door like, oh. <laughs> hey, but, but ain't, ain't, that, ain't that how we try to get our blessings? We open our own windows because we left our keys. Because when we seek his kingdom first, he said, don't worry about it, don't, don't open. And if it's locked, it ain't yours. You, you ever accidentally go to a car that looked like yours, but it wasn't yours? Right? You ever? <laughs> no, some of y'all was trying to steal a car. That's what y'all was doing. <laughs> just checking. Just, it's pretty secure. Okay, we can't steal that one. <laughs> Walk by that new Tesla and everything start lighting up on you. <laughs> you ever stick the wrong key that looks like the right key in the door? Anybody ever break a key off? Now, how do one break a key off in a lock? Because you're trying to force it. Trying to force marriage. Trying to force relationships. Trying to force, you know what I'm saying? Trying to force it. Instead of wait on the Lord. Wait on the locksmith. The Lord will unlock any door that is supposed to be open. Wait on the Lord of the breakthrough. Jehovah Belperazim will bust down any door Jesus. Woo! Come on, say kingdom come. To forbid on earth. He says, I'll give you the keys of heaven's kingdom realm to forbid. We just sitting here like, Lord, if it's your will, let me heal. Lord, if it's your will. No. Folks like, well, it must be God's will. You sick? No, 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 no. It is not God's will. I'm sick. Here's the thing. Even if I remain sick, I will not remain sick because I've accepted sick. I am going to go to my grave in faith. All I'm saying is you're already sick. Stop embracing sick and stand and declare the word until what God says you are shows up on earth as it is in heaven exercise authority. I've given you keys, but you can't sit there whining and complaining and oh, I want to be better. No, Lord, in your word, keys by your stripes, I'm the healed and not the sick. I will lay hands on my mind if I'm dealing with mental issues, whatever. I'll lay my hands on my mind every single day. I will not take the, the words of the lie of the enemy. I will not call myself crazy. I will not speak doubt over my life. I will encourage myself. I've given you the keys to heaven's kingdom Realm. This is why we praise. This is why we worship. It transports us from the worries and cares of this realm, the natural realm, Colossians talks about, and put our minds on heavenly realities. I know you got bills due. Natural realm. But the provider, spirit realm, he says, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his not my riches I'm broke I ain't got no riches according to his riches and glory I don't got to manipulate nobody I don't got to get in a relationship with somebody that got money so I can get some things paid for my trust is in him 
but I can't also declare he my provider and don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> I got to do my part. And to release, he says, forbid what's not supposed to be. Release what's supposed to be. This is why we celebrate. It's why we can't in this house sit at the cross and talk about poor wretched us because I'm no longer wretched. I'm, I'm sorry, the word says I was once a sinner saved by grace. I'm no longer wretched. Right? I am victorious. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm not where God has, I'm where he's promised me, but not in the fullness of where he's promised me. My story and his story for me is not done yet. And so I'm going to praise him because there's realities that's way greater than my natural reality. And so I'm, praise is a response to my mindset that is fixed. He'll give perfect peace whose mind stays on him. We, we have been given the keys of the kingdom to exercise our original God-given authority. Amen. Through this kingdom demonstration is where we exhibit the image and likeness of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wow. <laughs> heaven, 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 heaven is just waiting for some faith, waiting for some people to get up and walk in authority and not allow themselves to be victims of their past. Jesus came to restore the kingdom of heaven. Can I talk to you? Jesus came to restore the kingdom of heaven. You ready? Jesus did not come to earth to get you to heaven. He came to earth to get heaven to you. Sorry you're not dying and just floating somewhere. No, he did not come to die so you can get to heaven. How stupid would that be? Oh, this is going to bless your socks. And it's all by. Jesus did not come to earth to get you to heaven. If that was the goal, the day you received him, just give up the ghost and die. He said, teach us how to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come quickly. that song would be if we said let us come to heaven as it is where <laughs> your king he told us how to pray the kingdom coming is the priority then our natural needs is secondary he says if you can get the kingdom in your life then all your needs will be met 
church would be successful if kingdom reigned. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness, peep the scripture though, and the fullness thereof. Hey, it's 11-11. Anybody want to make a wish or whatever you want to do right now? Anybody want to? It's time right now. Make your wish. Hallelujah. 11-12, you had your chance. Window closed. Heaven is closed. Heaven is closed. <laughs> All these old stupid things that we believe in and be confident. Listen, the, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Listen to what he says. Would it be good stewardship for him to create an earth, claim it as he is, and then it's over because a man failed? You don't think the God that's in the restoring the God that holds us accountable to stewardship does not have a goal to get things back on earth how he created it to be. Jeez. Salvation gospel tends to put focus on my sins. My salvation and the cross. Whereas the gospel of the kingdom says... That it, it, that is important. The cross is important. Salvation is important. It is the door. But not the meaning of life. Listen, life doesn't stop at the cross. Life picks up from the cross. Life doesn't stop there. It picks up from there. It's, it was like a big old comma in the story from Adam to the cross. But from the cross to now, we pick back up from the garden. Hey, hey, that's the good news of the kingdom. The good news is not, oh, I've been saved forever. I've been blood washed for what? What would you get in the shower for today? What'd you wash your hands for before you ate dinner? What'd you put a jacket on before you went out in the rain? The blood has a purpose. <laughs> oh, man. Matthew 3 says, and saying, we read this famous scripture, but I think we just think it's a great scripture. He says, repent. Why repent? He says, think differently. Whoa, you can't repent. Saying sorry is not repenting. It's changing your ways. Change your mind. Regretting your sins and changing your conduct. Oh, conduct, concepts. Why is John out here yelling at us, urging us to repent? Oh, for the kingdom that you've been living in, there's a greater one. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This 
This is very important. This is he who was mentioned by the prophet Isaiah. So John was talked about way before John was thought about. And he was mentioned that he would have a word in his mouth for humanity. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Isaiah says, shouting in the desert, prepare the road for the Lord. Make his highway straight, level, and direct. This is a prophecy. Then we go all the way down to verse 11. I indeed baptize you with water because of repentance. That is because of your changing your minds for the better, heartily amending your ways with abhorrence of your past sins. That was OT baptism, a symbol because Jesus had not yet come to die that we might be baptized into a greater baptism. And it's only greater because that was the original intent. And look at what he says. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy or fit to take off or carry. Look, 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 look. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Oh, right, right back to the garden where all we was meant to do is walk in the presence of the Lord. Like we the people, angels not even made in the image of God. We the people that angels were anticipating. We the people, Abraham, Moses, and all these folks, these legends were anticipating, the Bible says, the ones who are going to receive the promise. We walk around here, chumpy, chumpy Christians. When we, we admire Abraham and we admire David. But he didn't have the Holy Ghost at the measure you do, nor did he have the word. Like, he didn't have no 66 books. He didn't have no books. You got all this story. How David faced Goliath without a, without a Bible. You got all these pages. It can't come to church because you got a cold. COVID is over, okay? COVID is over, amen. amen. Wear a mask, be safe, stay away from me, but get in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> he says, he says, Matthew 11, 11 says, now, now, now understand, he says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What, what message did Jesus preach? All of you scholars, all of us theologians, who checking people doctrine at the door? I tell you the truth throughout history, there has never been a man who surpasses John the baptizer. None. Yet, the least of these who now experience heaven's kingdom will become even greater than him. Now, hey, you talking about greater than John the B. If you're old enough, you remember John B, the R&B singer. Oh, this John B right here. Yet the least of these who now experience, no one's been greater because of the message that was in his mouth and the assignment to pave the way for the king. He said, but there's a group that's coming that will become greater than he. 
Verse 12 says, from the moment John stepped on the scene until now, the realm of heavens, the realm of heavens, this is why we worship, this is why we do, the the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth and passionate people have taken hold of its power for all the prophets and the Torah prophesied until John appeared. Why why do we have the prophets in the way we had the prophets? (laughs) Let's see. We, We have to understand that their assignment was paving a way for a people to come. All the prophets and the Red Sea and the Jordan, all this was God's redemptive plan to restore his kingdom, not get us to heaven. This is going to be a long series. The least of these, why are they the least of these? You got to pay attention to this. Is because we have a greater privilege than John does. You ready? To be a citizen of the kingdom is greater than the announcement of its arrival. You are what he was talking about. You are living in the kingdom. He only had the assignment to announce. Come on, no, 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 you got to get this. You are what John the Baptist was talking about. You are the people carrying the promise. You are on the other side of Joel 2, 22. You are the people. John announced it. You're embodying it. Better know who you are. John prepared the way we live in the way. Enjoying the blessings of the kingdom, the inheritance, the new covenant saints. That's who we are. Matthew 4 says, from that time on Jesus, for that time on Jesus, for that time on Jesus began, what was Jesus' message? Us theologians? What was Jesus' message? Since we think Jesus was just this little bashful, poor, poor man, silent, and, 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 and if he was our pastor, I would for sure get rooted. <laughs> Since you think Jesus was this soft guy and he just sat at the cross. No, I, that's not the Bible I read. Jesus' life is perfect theology. What I see, he says, his message, keep turning away from your sins and come back to God. Why? For heaven's kingdom realm is now accessible. Heaven's kingdom realm. And that's why you see certain scriptures say with this certain lifestyle, you can't enter the kingdom realm. It doesn't mean you're not going to make it to heaven. See, if we was preaching kingdom, we'd have room for all nations. And I believe more people would quicker to change on a word that calls them a son or a citizen than a member of a religion. We're selling religion and not kingdom. And inside of every human being, you know you belong to something greater. From that time, Jesus began to preach. Who began to preach? Jesus began to preach for the kingdom of heaven is at hand for that from that time jesus began to preach for the kingdom of heaven is at hand we are a lost people seeking religion instead of home membership instead of citizenship and companionship instead of sonship when you're a citizen you don't get easily offended you understand that's a part of the jungle 
right? Welcome to the jungle, concrete jungle, right? You, you get it? Uh, see king. We are all seeking the king like lost citizens who wandered away from our kingdom prodigals. The kingdom is within us, so stop seeking everything else and see king. The law of Moses and the revelation of the prophets have prepared you for the, the law of Moses. This is what it was for, preparing you for the arrival of the kingdom announced by John since the time the wonderful news of God's kingdom is being preached and people's hearts burn with extreme passion to receive the kingdom message, not the condemnation message, not the religious message. Yeah. We are no longer orphans. We're no longer slaves. We're no longer servants. We are sons, friends, and ambassadors. We are sons and friends and ambassadors who do serve. But my title is not servant. My title, if anything, is son of the most high God. I have a father, not just a God. There's a certain spiritual violence that's required to enter into the kingdom of God. We are no longer orphans, slaves, servants. We are sons, friends, and ambassadors of violence. And what is that violence? We have to understand that sin and religion are the greatest offenses against entering the kingdom. With sin comes a sin mindset, a sin conscience. The violence is how aggressive you are about renewing your mind. Or how passive you are and putting off renewing your mind. If there's anything you're going to be great at, you have to renew your mind and condition your mind. If you're going to be a top athlete, you have to condition your mind and change your habits. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. For I was sent to preach the kingdom. Is that what he says? Is that what he says, saints? Is that what he says, saints? He didn't come to preach to you, you're going to be okay. He didn't come to you to, to bail you out of warfare. He came to, to pump some kingdom in your veins and, and, and let you know you are an overcomer because I've defeated the grave. I, I've, I've, I, have ta I have taken the power away from the world to conquer you, and now the devil's under your feet. That's kingdom talk right there. You're more than a conqueror. David's like, nah, Saul, I can't use your armor because that's Old Testament. I got one shot, and that one shot is going to take this giant down that you've been afraid of. You see what I'm saying? The armor, that armor that Saul was trying to give David is like the Old Testament. It's like the law. It's heavy. It'll weigh you down. You can't move through life that way. You can't war with all this metal on your body. It looks good. You look like you're ready for war like homie that show up to the playground in the Lakers uniform. You look like you can hoop. Trash. Soon as you start playing the hoop, the one that's shooting around with goggles on the court, you doing too many knee pads and all. Man, man, stop. We see Mark, the privilege of intimately knowing the mystery of God's kingdom realm has been granted to you. Do you know the gift that you have to enter into a realm that many could not enter? Mysteries. 
It's why we worship. This is why we fast. This is why we do extended worship. Yeah, it's a little longer for you, but we're trying to get ourselves from this natural realm and step into a realm that's going to cause us to walk in the kingdom. You can't put the kingdom on a clock. Right? And this is the problem. We're used to voting people in. But you can't vote a king in. And this is what we're going to get into. And, 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 and you have to understand, this is not a democracy. You cannot vote Jesus in. He's been sent to you. He said, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand any parable? And here's what it says. The message of the king. The farmer sows the message of the kingdom. If you do not understand the sowing of the message of the kingdom, you will not understand anything Jesus is talking about. Shikabah. We, we know in the beginning. And we see this one spot where he says in 26, our image after our likeness. He said, let us make man in our image, our likeness, and then give them complete authority. This is what we're being restored back to. <laughs> the beginning. So, so God created man in his own image. And then we see in verse 28, he says, let them have dominion. Not over man. Dominion over the earth. <laughs> I want you to see this, and then I'm going to read some notes because this is a very, I can't just wing a lot of this stuff. I have, I, it's too much to give you. I'm going to read this scripture to you. I'm going to read you some things. I encourage you to press record or take some notes, but it's important to the foundational piece of what we're doing. Maybe don't take notes. Maybe just receive it by impartation, press record on your phone or go back to Spotify this week. The Declaration of Independence Okay. Adam declared independence by sinning against God. At that very moment, we lost the king, the the the, the keys to the kingdom. That's why Jesus came back to restore that authority and that position. Okay? And he decided and she decided to do things their way. It's no, it's no different than a country finally having that day where they declare independence. The governor that was there now removes himself and you're no longer under the kingdom. This country is a part of a common wealth and we'll talk about that some other day. There's some things you think you're getting that you're not getting. This country is a part of a kingdom and you're not independent. This is where that spirit of insecurity and small man's mentality comes that you was raised under. So you look at other independent countries and you judge them. But murder is here. Addiction is here. Racism is here. Sorry. The United States ain't the dogs. There's dogs here. There's injustice here. There's police brutality here. Right, but with this small, this mindset, the way you were, you are raised, where it's seemingly like you have freedom, but you don't have true freedom or independence of your own, which is not bad if we're talking kingdom. But we, 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 we normally. We, there's such a critical spirit, a judgmental spirit, a passivity, a, a lack of willingness to engage in real conversations, have hard conversations. This is why I've seen more than ever, instead of real conversations, people will just disappear. I 
But, but this is the re Jesus dying and raising again was the return of the king, the release of the governor, and the reestablishing of his kingdom and his government. You, you have to understand here, I am going to give it to you as quick as I can. You see, I don't never have no table up here, but you see, I need this table because it keeps me bound to a spot. Empires are meant to crumble. Men are always trying to build their own empire, but kingdoms are meant to stand. The Bible is called the law of God. And if it's the law of God, then it has a judicial responsibility it holds us to. It's the keeping of standards and values and principles. It's about a governor ruled by a king, not a president or a prime minister. This is the kingdom of dominion of a king over his territory. A kingdom is, and you're from the, you're from, you're from, uh, uh, I was about to say something else. I'm speaking of, yeah, the Bahamas, right? And they, it was a day that the Bahamas received it's independence, and, but, 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 but there's this idea of when you understand when you're under the, uh, uh, the, the, the British, the, the, the power of a kingdom is we begin to do what that kingdom tra trains us to do. We'll speak its language, we'll drink its tea, we'll wear its long socks, we'll do, we, you can be thousands of miles away from the king's domain. But you'll look and sound just like it. Right? And this is what you have to understand is that, is that what I'm getting to about the governor is this was Jesus' sole purpose of coming was not merely the cross. It was to get us the governor back, the Holy Spirit. And so he, that's why he says, right, um, um, any kingdom has to send a governor to extend the kingdom right so the king does not have to be present but the governor carries the presence of the king all right all right all right so so a kingdom is the governing influence of a king over his territory impacting that territory with his will this is what people got to understand is this is why true kingdom church is territorial kingdom wise we worship the way we worship here because we've been called to govern a territory you cannot govern a territory without controlling the principalities the rulers in dark it's a government it has order it has principles it has laws it has rules so when you wonder why we worship the way we worship it is an apostolic prophetic way of worshiping so that church planters that was discouraged now get encouraged all of a sudden churches are planting everywhere because there's a sound governing the atmosphere and now the heavens are open Vancouver over Vancouver and now all of a sudden the kingdom can ascend or descend on a land because there's a kingdom-minded group of people that pushes back darkness and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us it says it's, it's influence. 
This is why he says when the Holy Spirit comes up on you, you will receive power or influence. It's why Jesus says this. He says, I must go, but it is illegal for me to go without sending you another me. (laughs) He says, I have to send you the presence of the king. And so trying to do life in the body of Christ without the Holy Ghost will absolutely send you in directions, mental prompt. No, no, no. You got to understand. You got to pray in the spirit. You need to be filled in the Holy Ghost. He's the governor. No wonder you can't understand the Bible because you trying to read it through your own mind. But if you let the Holy Ghost interpret the word that he wrote, his kingdom, you will be fruitful from the word of God. He said, a king, the kingdom has arrived. The king and his kingdom, when Jesus came, he came as a king. The Holy Spirit is not the king, he's the governor. Jesus is the king. King is not a king without a territory. So if we're not fighting for something down here, then what you got, what, you didn't get saved for you. That's why your prayers, you can't pray for an hour because you're just praying about you. A king's interest is them. (laughs) But the kingdom of this world is me. We see in Colossians 1.13, the Bible says that he snatched us out of darkness and put us into the kingdom of the love of his dear son. The kingdom of the love. He snatched us out of the kingdom of darkness and he brought us into the kingdom, not into the religion. No wonder your faith and experience with Jesus is dry. You've been trying to talk to a king. Hallelujah. You've been trying to pray your emotions instead of kingdom language. The word. All kingdoms have territories. I got to get to see you. All kingdoms have territories. The king also has a territory that is not under his direct authority, and that is called a colony. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm, going to be a teacher in this time, okay? You, You have to understand this. The king is also has territory that is not under his direct. It is not in his domain, but it is ruled by a governor, those places are called colonies. So where the king lives, it is his what? Domain. Where the king rules but is not present is what? A colony. Heaven is the original domain and country under the rulership of the king of all creation, seen and unseen. Heaven is the domain of our father. This king decided to extend his kingdom, created an extension called the universe, which is a physical territory. All kingdoms extend their territory to foreign places, and those are called what? Colonies. Earth is a colony of heaven. Earth is not in heaven, but heaven desires to be on earth. So I say, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be on earth as it is in heaven. We see the scripture says, open the gates and let the king in. Who is the king? 
is the king of glory. Open the gates. All you gates, open the gates and let the king in. Not the religion, not the membership, but the king in. Not the president, not Trudeau, but the king. Purpose for a colony is to extend the kingdom of that king to that foreign place. The purpose of a colony is to extend the kingdom of that king to the foreign place. Kings and kingdoms administrate their will through governors. A king administrates his colony through a government. He extends his influence indirectly through sending a representative. No wonder the scripture says you are ambassadors of Christ. That's why he said, I'll send you another comforter. Why? Because a governor in this, in the kingdom sense, cannot be from the place that it's being sent to because the governor has to know, smell, understand the principles, the mindsets, the ideas, the concepts. It can't have the nature of the place it's sent to because you're bringing a greater kingdom to govern that place. It's why he says, renew your mind. Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's why he says, you're in the world, but you're not of it. You can't be of it and rule. He said, I'm sending you a governor. He said, I'll send you another comforter. I'm not sending you a president or a prime minister. I don't need to open the doors of the church. My kingdom doesn't need a building. Religion does, but not my kingdom. It has to be someone that knows the king, his kingdom, knows the principles, his desires, the king's will, his intentions. They have to be sent in order to establish the kingdom. I want you to put up something really quickly. Give me just a few more moments. I have to get this to you. This is the most foundational, and, and we, and, and so people know we, we talked about the kingdom over a year ago when we were in Bez, but we about to really unfold this thing. I want you to put up 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 and 12, just to help you so you're not thinking I'm preaching some crazy stuff. Th that governor has to know the mind of God, the will of God, the principle of God. This is why this scripture reminds us we read, oh, I haven't, I has not seen here, if not heard. We shout over that, but I want you to see something even greater to latch on to. Verse 11, please. It's going to pop up here. Thank you. For what person perceives, knows, and understands what passes through a man's thoughts except the man's own spirit? Right? within him just so no one discerns comes to know and comprehend the thoughts of God except the Holy Spirit the governor so when you're trying to do Jesus and church without the governor no wonder you can't hear from God only the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God that's why he was sent. 
That's why we see, seek me first in his kingdom. And all these things you're chasing will be added unto you. Not like they're just going to knock on your door, but the mindset of the king attracts the spoils. The spoils gets back in the hands where it belongs. We see, if you seek your life first, Matthew 10, 39 says, and Matthew 16, 25 says, if you seek your life first, you won't find it. But when you seek me first, you'll find me and you in the same place, he says. A governor is the presence of the absence. The, the governor is the presence of the absent king in the colony. The governor is the presence of the absent king. So when you down here, Jesus didn't, no, no, no. He sent you the governor. Talk to the governor. This is why in crowns we're teaching you about the power and the person of the Holy Ghost, not just his attributes. It's because we think Holy Spirit is the little homie in the, in the Trinity. No, he's the governor. Amen, amen. <laughs> Key to kingdom influence is the governor. That's why he says, wait, don't go nowhere, don't go nowhere, don't go nowhere. When the Holy Spirit comes, then you can advance the kingdom. Until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. This is what the day of Pentecost is all about. The promise coming, but even greater than the promise, the, the governor came. In other words, we, he, the Holy Spirit came to reestablish us back into the kingdom. And this is why some people don't want to fool with the Holy Ghost because you want to stay independent. Yeah. Independent spirit go real deep when you understand where you came from. This is why it's a fight to not be held accountable. This is why we want our freedom. I don't know if I want to be planted at that church. Oh, he too young. Oh, he a different nationality. He a different ethnicity. I don't know. They too loud. You find all kinds of excuses. That's that flesh. If governor is present, you don't need the physical presence of the king to feel its influence. As long as the king is present, there was no need for the governor because the king was here. The governor represents the king in his presence. And when the governor leaves, he must send a representative. Do y'all know who y'all are? Why would he call us an ambassador? Going to heaven was not Christ's motivation to come to earth. But it was the call, it was the cause, it was cause we lost the governor. If Jesus' whole plan, Jesus was never supposed to come out of word form. But because we fail, the governor and its kingdom and the king and his kingdom needed to be reestablished. So Jesus came before the promise was released. And what we can't do is major in cross and minor in kingdom. Because his only purpose was to reestablish us back to the kingdom. And if you look in the beginning, it was the Holy Spirit and it was God and Jesus was the word. 
The Holy Spirit was moved. When it was void, who did you see put to work? Holy Spirit. Then Jesus came back to put the Holy Spirit back to work in our lives. You were never meant to rule your life. The declaration of independence, and I'll close here. The declaration of independence requires the government of the previous kingdom to exit the territory. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave you here. The declaration. Now, I could do it by myself, God. <laughs> now, my marriage don't need. No, no, I, I, I get you. We're going to go to church, but you do not have the last say in my, in, in my marriage, God. Any country, like this, this fight of independence can be dangerous because independence is an enemy to kingdom. United States is an amazing, I'm from there. It is an absolute amazing country. Absolutely. It has given so many people opportunities and to be quite frankly, Canada is reaping some benefits from, 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 from some of America's boldness. So let's not get it twisted. But you see in America the fruit of independence. And the first time in the kingdom of God, what happened when independence moved the kingdom out? Murder. And the only thing that can ever be birthed when the king and his kingdom and the governor is removed is death. And this is why when you don't have a Holy Ghost rule in your life, your marriage experiences death. Your energy, your health experiences death. So you have to make something. You got to make the gym God. You got to make her God. You got to make him God. You got to make traveling God. You got to make wealth God. And that's why whenever, whatever you make God, when it leaves, you fall apart. So immediately, what you see is the birth of death. I want you to understand, we were never meant to die. The only way the earth flooded is because the canopy, the waters in the heavens, and the waters in the earth came together and flooded the entire earth. And God in all power created a lie said you're gonna stop right there i need some land for my people but what independence births is death i am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and he tells you if you do not abide in me if you're separated you're dead so you can fight for independence, people. You can say, I ain't fooling with church. You can say, I don't need to submit to no past. I don't need to get in my word. I promise you, we will see death in your life. No, listen, you're going to have a good job. You're going to have money. You're going to look real good. You have your makeup. You're going to have your heels. You're going to have muscles, fellas. You're going to have abs. You're going to have a cute girlfriend. You're going to have a handsome man. You're going to have a beautiful family. But in your soul, it's going to be full of death because guess what? You want to do it your way. 
the spirit of independence is in opposition of kingdom living. This is why the scripture says, I purchased you. You are God's territory. He says your temple is the temple of the Holy Ghost. This is why when we have sex outside of marriage, outside of marriage is not outside of a ceremony. It is outside of covenant with God. Nobody trying to stop you from having sex. But he says it is the one sin that you defile your body. God loves us, not trying to keep nothing from us. He's trying to allow us to enjoy what he gave us as gifts. We're just emotional, and our emotions lead us instead of the spirit. But he says, if you be led by the spirit, you will not submit to your flesh. So if you want to know how to conquer your flesh, be led by the governor. Father, in the name of Jesus, ooh, tonight we're going to have a little more time. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your kingdom. Your kingdom come. Come on, your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you that you saved us and you redeemed us to get us back to our original intent. That is to walk in authority. That is to rule. That is to abide with you, not to cower, not to hide from you. Lord, we rebuke the spirit of independence. And Lord, we say, Holy Spirit, you can govern our lives. We are led by you. We are guided by you. You are our provider. And a king is always looking out for its citizens. I thank you that we are citizens of the commonwealth of heaven. That's why he says, for my God shall supply all my needs according to his written. We are part of the commonwealth of heaven. And we thank you, Lord God, that you have sent another comforter. So who you were to the disciples, you are to us, Lord. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for those generals that have went before us to pave the way that we might live in the fulfillment of the promise. Lord, forgive us for taking it in vain. There was bloodshed. There was bloodshed. Many generals, for the sake of the gospel, Lord, forgive us for being so casual with the gospel of the kingdom. But today we make a decision to be citizens, not members. Come on, we make a decision to be sons, not slaves. Come on, come on, we make a decision, Lord God, to be ambassadors, not gossipers, in Jesus' name. Lord, we will spread the good news of the kingdom for our God reigns, our King reigns in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it now. And we bless you, and we honor you, we adore you. We out of time, but we not out of generosity. Until next time, you know what it is. Get your love fixed, man. Have a wonderful day. As soon as we walk in the room, everything change. Everything change. Everything change. As soon as we walk in the room, everything change. Everything change. Everything change. Listen, thank you.
Thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man. As soon as we walk in the room, everything changes.